What's going on, Wolfpack Nation? Hope everybody's doing well today. Thank you all so much again for tuning in. Again, we're doing a, a very exciting episode today as we're breaking down one team that I think that we have super high expectations for. In fact, actually, I would say the highest expe- expectations you can have on a team, which is a national championship. That is for women's basketball. I got high expectations yeah. for this team, but we are super excited to, to see them and to see it happen. Uh, so before we get into it, though, please make sure, again, if you haven't already, please make sure to hit that subscribe button. Again, it's free to do. It really helps support us in the channel. Give this video a like and also to give us a follow at Tuffy Talk Now on Twitter or Instagram. And uh, please make sure to go out and check out all of our NC State content if you haven't already. We did already a, a men's basketball preview and also a wrestling preview. So uh, make sure to check those both out if you haven't already. So with that being said, first of all, I want to kind of talk a little bit about uh, at the top of the helm. So talk about Wes Moore here and how spectacular I think is the the first word that comes to mind when I think about his his uh reign so far at NC State. You know, obviously from year one really just took the bull by the horns and was super impressive. Uh, you know, make it to NCAAs and uh and it hasn't looked back since. And so I mean I'm curious making for you first uh you know I think that for all of us when Debbie Yao was hired you knew that women's basketball was going to be a focus point for her. And so for her oh, to yeah. bring somebody on who also too was a part of KL uh, to also basically now seems like almost be like the person to kind of finish the finish what she started, you know, to get to the to the highest point, you know, get to that elite point. So I mean, I feel I feel like that that we are so close, and I mean, I mean, he's been absolutely spectacular for this program and for the school in general. Yeah, man. He, I mean, he's winning seventy. His his winning record is seventy six percent. I mean, it's. I mean, like he's he's clearly one of the best coaches that we've had in 20, 30 years. I mean, he's, he's, Mm -hmm. he's up there. I mean, he, and obviously he has a lot to prove still to move forward. Um, I think the goal is you've already won the two ACC championships, which is like back-to-back amazing. Um, Mm -hmm. Heck, they probably, they're, I think they're, they're obviously that they were picked to finish, I think 50 out of 57 um, voters in the media had, um, NC State is a favorite to win the ACC. So they get three straight, but to me, the goal has to be Elite Eight and beyond. Um, again, like easily, they had the Sweet 16 last year. That's nice. Gets you a banner. You're one of the 16 best teams, but we all knew that team could be so much better than where they were and where they finished. And now they have a roster that really can do it. I know uh, we're, we're taping this right after the South Carolina game. And state lost by nine points to South Carolina, but obviously, like we all know, that was the number one team in the country. And clearly, state was just—it just wasn't their night shooting the ball. I mean, I know um, Jakia Brown Turner was leading scorer. Um, Rain Perez had some really nice moments, especially at the beginning of the game. I mean, if it wasn't for her at the beginning of the game, it could have been way worse. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is so much. You can see it, even though we didn't win the game. It, you, you can just see it with this team, and he has just uh, Westmore has really built this program up, and it's exciting. I mean, it really is. So, I'm, is. I'm, I think I think he has all the potential in the world to win a, a national championship. It's just a matter of it's hard to do. I mean, you have to be that one team, that one year in the entire country to do it, and a lot has to go your way. Sometimes it's going to take some luck too. It's going to take take staying healthy, but Westmore has been easily one of the best hires with him and Papalizia with wrestling. Um, 
I'm trying to think who else. The Braden Holloway for uh for swimming, swimming. and mm-hmm. then I mean and honestly, you could, you're going to maybe we're getting to the point you could if depending upon how this season goes with football, maybe Dave Dorn's in that conversation. Yeah. I, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but he's de- I mean when you look at Braden Holloway, Papalizio, and Westmore, they're the top three her highest right so far. And I would even throw in women's tennis as well. I can't think of the name. I think it's Simon. Oh yeah, that's a good point. I think is his name. Uh, but I mean, taking Nick State women's tennis to a final four last season, I mean, super impressive. So, I mean, she's bringing in, she, she brought in not only great talents coaching wise, but young talent. I mean, they're all young, 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 young. They're going to be here for a long time. So, Michael, do you have anything to add to that? Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, Westmore has definitely gone above and beyond. And with the, like you said, back at back to back. ACC titles. Mm-hmm. He's pretty much done well in every aspect of the program. Like he's he's had great recruiting classes mm-hmm. and great great work in the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll talk about the roster a little bit more. But yeah, I mean he's obviously um, one of the top hires. Well, especially too. I mean, you look at the so th- you know the coach before was Kelly Harper, who's now at Tennessee. Funny enough, and uh, so her last year, state went seventeen and seventeen overall, went, and was seven seven and eleven in the ACC. And then Westmore's first year was twenty five and eight and eleven and five in the conference. So, which tells me that I mean, again, again, I mean there 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 could be some slight changes in rosters for sure, but I mean to go through a coaching change. And see a drastic increase in yeah. your in your win percentage, it really tells me that I mean obviously it's obvious that that Westmore is just he's just a great coach. He's just a great mm-hmm. coach. And I know that even from talking when we did a, our interview with Ace Koenig, you know, back in March, one of the things that she said was how much of a just you know he's a guy that just just watches film over and over all all night long, even if even if he has to sleep over in his office. And he's somebody that, like, you know, during during practice, you know, they'll be running sets or running defenses. And if you're like a foot off of where you're supposed to be, he'll tear you a new one and be like, no, you're supposed to be here, right. which is literally only like a foot away. Right. And it's like, that's ridiculous. But it's like, it matters, you know, especially in basketball where it's really, I mean, you're talking football's game of inches. I mean, basketball is a game of centimeters, you know, it's, it's, I mean, right. it's, there's, there's not a whole lot of core to work with. So every inch matters. Um, but uh, yeah, and, you know, and obviously for 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 Westmore, I think one of the most exciting things again is where he 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 came from a Kyle, you know, a, a bloodline almost where he he was actually assistant coach under Kyle. For those who who don't know, uh, uh, any of our listeners don't know that. So um, again, for somebody who obviously understands what we're looking for, understands the name Kyle, and and you know what this program is, but even for you know looking at you know, kind of the vision that he's selling to the players. I mean, to get a, a transfer like Diamond Johnson, who at the time when she was he was she was getting recruited was like the number six, seven, you know, overall six. recruit or something like that. Six in, in the country. And to bring her in from Rutgers, yeah. I think again, as a COVID freshman, I mean just just tells me obviously that I mean he completely sold her on the vision of this of this program of this team, of this environment. And I really do hope last night at the South Carolina game that she kind of saw that, I mean, God, like a sold-out Reynolds Coliseum is one of the toughest environments in women's basketball easily, for sure. It was crazy yeah. last night. Was it, was it, was every seat filled? Most of them. I mean, it was. Most of them, yeah. I, I mean, like, I mean, it was, it was, like, you know, it was singular seats, you know, right. that were sitting around. But a lot of people, too, were, like, sitting or, like, standing 
um, in front of like the glass area or whatever as well. Um, right. Like on Rails Coliseum for those who have been there. So, um, but I mean, it was it was pretty much elbow to elbow. I mean, it, was it was loud. It was, yeah, you could you could tell. You from, can, I'm just not on saying TV. Yeah. I'm just curious because I mean, you couldn't. Yeah. At times you could see it was pretty full. I didn't know how full it was. Um, well, for those who but, even saw uh, like like Debbie Yao tweet out like a video of like the students like lined up outside of Rails Coliseum yeah, yeah. to get in. Like it was. I mean, the the hype is real, and, and I right. actually do think that if there was a time. Like where we went on a couple of runs, but we just could never quite take over. If we could have taken taken over that game, I think it would have taken the the environment to the next level. Just because I think that all the fans got excited, but then South Carolina would just kind of you know go back on another run. It's like mm. so because I mean we didn't lead the entire game, so uh, yeah. which is kind of a bummer. But um, I uh, think I think that would have been one of the big moments if we could have somehow gotten the lead. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been. Yeah, I don't say it would have been it because Southcon's good, but I just think that would have been huge momentum boost right there. Um, yeah. But yeah. With that, that, to South Carolina's credit, they kept us at bay and they had answers every time. But yeah, State's team is exciting. You guys know, and I've talked. I know we haven't talked to it on our, on our with the, the the fans that we talked to here, but I'm a big believer in Diamond Johnson. I know you've already talked. Mm-hmm. You've mentioned it, Layton, but mm-hmm. she did not have a great night, and that was kind of surprising to me, but. You know, you look at the exhibition game. She had 18 points in 17 minutes, and that's not, that's pretty crazy. Um, mm-hmm. no, no, maybe not the craziest word, but that's pretty. It's really impressive um, to say you're averaging over a point, barely over a point per minute on the floor. Not many people can say that um, for yeah. any game, any game in their career. Um, yeah. So. I'm really excited about that. I, I really like what I saw from Jakia Brown Turner. I mean, it probably can get more into this moving forward. Like I and again, Kunane did not have a good night, but uh, no. you know that's just one like one game. Before we continue, I want to take a quick second to tell you about our sponsor, Flatlands Dressup Insurance Group, that has our whole world covered with agents in five offices throughout Eastern North Carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need. Offering policies for home and auto, recreational vehicles, commercial, crop, health, life, and employee benefits. They are able to combine options to find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Flatlands Jessup protects the things you love so you can spend less time wearing and more time enjoying them. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Flatlands Jessup. You can also visit their webpage at www.flatlandsjessup.com. So please make sure to go and check them out. There was a couple of different things, my thoughts on that in my head when I was watching the game. First of all, it just seemed like there was a lot of rust. It seemed like there was a lot of just things were just not clicking. We just weren't on the same page as a team. It seemed like Diamond was a little bit stuck in her old ways under Rutgers. And what, what, what I mean by that is it seemed like she was kind of, she was definitely forcing a lot of shots. She was forcing a lot yeah. of plays. And, and it like, cause I'm sure at Rutgers that she was basically like, Hey, Diamond, whatever you want to do, go for it. Like if you want right. to shoot that ball, right. go for it. But I mean, we have the talent here. That's like, listen, you got to like, you know, we got to get everybody involved here. You know, we like, there would be many times where she would drive up the ball, do, you know, yeah. do some moves, which were awesome. And then put up the shots like, and, and again, but she wasn't feeling it. So it's like, you, you know, they always say, if you're not shooting well, get somebody else involved who is shooting well. And, you know, fortunately it wasn't many last night, but again, that'll, that'll come. That'll come. Just, and my, just, my point of that, one thing I'm out of that is though, is, you take you, you're kind of making a comment as in some regard. I'm looking at as a negative that she, and, that, and and if that's the way, that's fine. I totally get that. But my thing, my view on that is, Westmore very well could just say you have a green light at all times to shoot. I mean, he could he could have said that because I know some have, teams, yeah. some coaches are like, hey, look, mate, like TJ Warren for instance. I'm, yeah, I'm, right. not, I'm not saying she's doing that same level, but like TJ Warren had 
and for the men's basketball team, he had a green light at any time he wanted to. You don't think Kunane has a shot pretty much any time she wants to take yeah. a green light? They take it. I think he's probably thinking, okay, you're probably one of the three or four better scorers on our team. Well, that's you, what I'm saying you, is is that with you Warren, shot go. with Warren, he was by far the best player that we had on our team when he was at NC when uh, during his last year at NC State. But with with Diamond, as talented as she is, I wouldn't say that she's head and tails or even. You know, no, necessarily I'm not saying player, that. I'm just but, saying that I think she may have had the green light, and if possibly your coach is behind you, at some point, I do think for shooters, you just need to shoot out of your slump sometimes. And I, that's that sounds counterintuitive because you're thinking, <laughs> well, if you're not, if you keep missing shots, then what's the point? But right. I think some point for at least in the first game. Again, it was against number one South Carolina, but I I I look at, I think it was. You know, I would be curious to know what those discussions were with between Westmore and Diamond Johnson, or yeah. Yeah. you know, I mean, Kunane's considered that she's got a green light to shoot whenever she wants to, but I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you know, again, I I think one of the biggest disappointments for sure for me was Kunane, and and again, I'm saying this first of all, saying that she is going to be, in my opinion, the easiest option for ACC Player of the Year. She is going to be a first-round draft pick next season. She is a great talent. She had a bad game last night, and I know that she, again, Eva Westmore said that they are they are their toughest critic. So I'm saying this and saying Kanane did not have a great game. In fact, I would say that for her expectation, for, for what we've seen from her, she had she had a not good game at all. I mean, she really, I mean, Aaliyah Boston, who's uh, who was a first-team yeah. All-American, she had a Kunane's number last night. She was just owning Kunane last yeah, night. And just was, Kunane just could get nothing going. She, and I was going to say, it's probably to do with the fact that that's probably one of the best forwards, if not the best forward, she'll go up against the whole, the whole season. So, yeah. But again, I, 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 I'm just saying that like, you know, in expect in a game like that, I basically hope that Kunane can basically cancel Boston out, you know, just like for everything Boston does, Kunane's doing right along with her at least you know just basically cancel her out but I mean Kunane was just ineffective she just it just didn't seem like she, she just definitely was not her normal self but again not many yeah. players were besides Perez and and uh and Jakia Brown Turner who pretty much were carrying the team last night mm-hmm. uh you know, scoring, scoring 36 over half of of the team points last night between the two of them yeah. uh so uh but in again I mean even like for for Kai Crutchfield, you know, who again last season shot about 45, 47% from the three. She didn't hit one three point shot last night, you know. So that's, I mean, it, again, it just seemed like, again, rust. Just, it just was, things weren't clear. Well, it's also but, nerves, you know. too. I mean, it's like your first game back with fans in a year. And yeah, and then that, that then your be. first game's against number one in the country. Right. I, I, I would say, I would say, yeah, but the fans, I get, I, because especially like, like even Perez said that, she hadn't played in front of NC State fans before, you know. So I mean, and that's a great I, point. That's a great I, point. Other than other than maybe the ACC tournament. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, but I mean, not to say that affected Perez. Obviously, Perez paid well, but yeah, it could be maybe with Kai, maybe with Diamond. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe because again, Diamond, you know, she played at Rutgers last year, so she hasn't played in front of in a college college basketball any, environment yeah, in her fans. college career yet either. So Nothing I, like I mean, that. That's for that, sure. No, definitely nothing like that. So, but that could be something to do with it as well. So, yeah, that's that's a good point making. Can you know, didn't really think about that. So, um, but again, you know, and Michael, I'm kind of curious your thoughts on this as well. But I mean, really, for me, I was talking to a fan last night, and really, I felt like yesterday, 
was kind of a you had a lot to gain because obviously if you won you had a quality you know q1 easily win on your resume yeah. if you lost you had you know a loss to a you know a team that's gonna you know be one of the top three four teams in the country so for me i felt like it was you had a lot to gain but not really much to lose i mean just because again it's the first game of the year you know i mean like we beat south carolina last year and look where they ended up i mean they ended up just right. fine you know so i mean yeah I feel like last night wasn't really much of a, like, you know, it didn't really change anything for me in terms of thoughts on the team or the season or anything like yeah. that. No, I, yeah, I totally, I totally agree with you there. I mean, that's pretty much the best loss you can have. have. I mean, that's true. I guess the only thing that could have made it wor- better is if it was at South Carolina, but still right. against the number one team, like, yeah, you know, that's not gonna, it, it, like you yeah. said, it's, it's doesn't, it would have been nice to get the win, uh, you know, could have played better in some parts. Could have shot the ball sure. better, but at the end of the day, that shots just shot don't fall some 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 games. And yeah. this yeah, this team will be fine. And and the only other thing too, which I'll say is obviously we didn't have Jada Boyd last night. Again, she's going to be out yeah. for a month or two. I'm still uh, 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 coming back from a hand injury, if I'm not mistaken. She had hand, uh, surgery on her hand. Um, and then obviously Kayla Jones was on a limit last night. I think I think West said 20 minutes or something like that. But that if we were close, mm-hmm. that they would use her more, and so I mean, I think what you know, like if if we saw that, which we're going to see him again, I'm very confident, and I even said last night that bet the house we're going to see him again at least in the, in the NCAA tournament, and uh, and we're going to have Jada Boyd that, that time, and we're going to have and we're going to be hungry, and again we're going to have a full Kayla Jones, so I think it's going to be a, a little bit of a different story. Now I'm not, I'm not saying we're going to crush them, I'm saying that. You know, yesterday we just kind of didn't really have it, have what it took to beat them, but yeah. I think we will uh, next time we see them. But so, kind of talking a little bit now in terms of like a roster per roster step. So, um, you know, obviously one of the biggest pieces of news going into the this off season was that we had all five starters back from last season, four of whom averaged over double digits. Um, you know, and, and so to have all that production back, and then on top of it, adding some pieces. Um, like a Diamond Johnson, like a Madison Hayes from Mississippi State, um, mm-hmm. you know, and in, in, I, I truly do feel that that with again with with any team, you look for three things, and that's depth, talent, and experience. And I truly do think with this team that you're checking all three boxes. I mean, you're, you're seeing teams that you're seeing players that like the like all of our starters that obviously have the experience. They're all talented because they're all pretty. We're pretty much four or five stars, and I mean they're all some of the best shooters and players in the country. And I mean we can easily go nine, even probably ten deep, you know, and then and feel pretty comfortable putting any one of them out. I mean, what if if you? I mean, could you honestly? Could either of you guys honestly point out a weakness to me about this team? Maybe even um, using last night is maybe a little bit of a you know maybe did it point out a little bit of a weakness to me last night. I think you yeah you say uh, you know we can go nine or ten deep, but it seemed like Westmore was almost hesitant to do that. It really felt like he. I mean, now part of that had to do with Jada Boyd being out and Kayla Jones on him. You know, our minutes restricted, but well, it he, seems like he, played, he really played. He played eight last night, and then that yeah. doesn't even include Jada Boyd. So. I mean, yeah, so at that point, that's probably where it comes in, but yeah. 
the the um, one which I'll the one which I'll say, making maybe maybe and maybe this might help a little bit, is it seemed like because again, South Carolina they have they have a lot they're they they have two big forwards, two really tall forwards, and most of their guards have pretty good size in them as well. So like the first half, we were out rebounded nineteen to nine, and so I worry a little bit, maybe necessarily about you know rebounding size a little bit. But yeah, I mean, that's what I was like, kind of going to say myself. Yeah. So. Yeah, and so uh, I don't know. Maybe you kind of. So, do you want to piggyback on that at all? Yeah, I mean, maybe that. And you, could, I would say, Raina Perez and Diamond Johnson, though they're very good players. I mean, good players, and they're going to get their own shot. They are. Um, they're they're smaller on the smaller side, and um, mm-hmm. you could tell that when driving in, that they are going to that they if they're going up against a center, they're not going to go up a center, against a center like Aaliyah Boston every night. So that's that should be like taken for you know, taking for that's worth, but mm-hmm. you know, they're going to have to be able to move the ball. Well, I didn't see as much ball movement. Maybe I would like to have seen, um, I've seen some more individual shots and that's common with, you know, season openers, whether it's men or women, it's just, you're trying to, if you're not offense, isn't going players tend to feel the need to make it happen themselves. Right. Um, and so you kind of saw that a little bit, but, my thing is, I don't want us to get too reliant, and I don't. Th- I don't think we're going to. I didn't get the sense that we did that last night, or uh, yeah, last night. But too reliant on Elisa, um, and I know you got Kayla Jones who can come in. You got Camille Hobby who can come in. Um, heck, you got that new freshman Sophie Hart, which I don't think they're gonna. They're probably not gonna try to play her if they can help it, but mm. they they need to not be reliant. They need to be able to have a ba- be a balanced scoring team. Uh, that would be my only thing. And if they can't run the f- one in four out system with their kicking it into Elisa whenever they want to, if they can't do that, well, then how are they hitting their shots? Right. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's the main thing to me. I think I think some regard is size, maybe at the point guard position, and then um, relying too much on Elisa at times. I don't want them to be that way. I want to be a balanced team on every front. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. I mean, obviously, last night South Carolina had nine blocks; we had none. So, I mean, that yeah. that definitely stands out for sure. But again, hey, you know, then it's a learning curve, and, and again, it's a long season, and everything for this team is still there. So, we'll just keep at that. But so, with that being said, thank you all so much again for tuning in. Again, we're going to wrap this up here, but make sure to tune in with us for part two. As we, again, we kind of talk a little bit about some of the new faces on the team and uh, break them down a little bit, and then also to talking a little bit kind of our little bit more about our expectations for the rest of the season so again just a reminder please make sure to hit that subscribe button it's free to do it helps us and supports the channel give this video a like check out all of our other great and state content and follow us at toughy talk now on twitter or instagram thank you all so much again as always go pack y'all